Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness so they can self-heal and, in turn, model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together, we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado, let's dive right in and shed the shame. Welcome to Mastering Your Mindset to Get Unstuck. Man, getting stuck sucks. Hey, we all go through it and it is, it's kind of a gross feeling, right? Like it's icky when you feel like you're stuck because you feel you don't know what to do and that's why you're stuck because you don't know what action to take or maybe you start taking action and then you fall out of taking that action. And so really what getting unstuck is about is taking action. And so what I'm going to talk about today is how to figure out like when to take action and how to take action and some hacks that help you keep going. That's what I have come up with. So before you even think about what it is you're stuck on, you need to determine if you need to get unstuck or if you need to cut yourself some slack. Because sometimes we get it in our head that we're stuck and we're not doing enough and we're failures when actually we're trying to do everything all at once. And that's why we're stuck because we're trying to do too much instead of taking action on one small piece at a time. And so I'm going to go through how to do that so you're not stuck in overwhelm is really what you're stuck in a lot of times. Okay, so first determine if you're being too hard on yourself. Are you setting up expectations that are unreasonable and then that sets yourself up for failure? Are you trying to do too much at once? Are you trying to be perfect instead of actually allowing yourself to be human? That is the first thing you need to determine. And then when you figure that out, the next step is to prioritize your needs. All right. So to do that, I want you to think about what one thing would make you feel the most amount of relief. So if you're feeling stuck about something, what one thing would make you feel the most amount of relief? And so I'm going to give an example, the example that I hear most often, because you probably, (laughs) what you think you need right now, it probably isn't what you think it is. All right. And here's the the best example I can give because I think most women experience this and think this and it's it's not the right answer. So for example, if you're constantly feeling like you're stuck 
repeating the same unhealthy habits and having the same unhealthy patterns and you feel, you know, you keep doing those unhealthy things and you just keep feeling worse about your body and you feel bad about your health and you think, well, if I were just skinny or if I just lost all this weight, that will be the answer. That will make me feel better. And sure, you're going to feel better if you lose weight, if you're like truly overweight and unhappy, but you need to determine how you want to feel, not how you want to look. Okay, there's a huge difference there. You need to determine how you want to feel and then work backwards from there. Because your solution is in the actions that you take so that you evoke the emotion that you're after. Okay, the actions that you take will evoke the emotions you're after. So, for example, you know how you feel good after you work out? Well, you didn't just lose 30 pounds and feel great because you worked out. No, you feel great because there's a whole lot of other stuff going on physiologically with your body. Like you're working out and you have endorphins and you have all these hormones and chemicals being released that make you feel good. Plus, you start feeling like strong AF and empowered about how you feel after you work out, right? You feel good. Unless you're doing a workout that feels horrible and like torture, then that might not, we'll get to that later. We're going to come back to that concept. But it's those small actions that make you feel good, right? Those are going to add up to the big solution that you're looking for, which is to overall feel better. So when you're setting goals for yourself or you're thinking about what you want out of life, You have to think about, you know, switch gears. It's not about what you want. It's how you want to feel. So remember that. When you think you have this body thing going on or you need to lose weight and that's going to make you feel better and all your problems are going to go away, what you want is to not feel what about your body. It's the feeling, right? Like, I don't want to feel ashamed about my body or I don't want to feel embarrassed How do you want to feel about your body and yourself? We're going to go with this example through the training today about wanting to feel confident because with all the women that I've worked with and spoken to about this, feeling confident is one of the top three things that they want to feel. All right. So once you identify how you want to feel, then you can think about an action to attach to that feeling so that there's a connection there between the action and how you want to feel. So something that makes me feel confident is crushing a workout. Okay, either, you know, lifting or going for a walk or whatever, whatever your thing is, riding your bike or whatever. So that is the feeling you want. So keep that at the forefront of your head that it's about a feeling, not a thing. All right. The next thing is to stop overwhelming yourself with trying to take too many actions at once. So I mentioned this before, like, do you need to get unstuck or do you need to cut yourself some slack? If you are overwhelming your body with too many things and overwhelming your brain and your emotions with too many things, you're going to do nothing. All right. You can't do it all. 
you put too much on your agenda and then you feel like a total failure when you, you know, default into doing nothing and getting into inaction. And so that causes you to be stuck again (laughs) because that ugly cycle starts repeating. All right. So here's what you want to do instead. You want to take one action that will evoke the emotion you want to feel and then create a promise to yourself around completing that action every day. Keep that small promise to yourself every single day. And that is going to rewire your brain so that you can create a new habit around this action. And that action is tied directly to the goal that you want or the feeling that you want or the feeling you're trying to avoid, right? We're trying to avoid feeling embarrassed or you know, stuck about our weight or whatever it is. We want to feel confident. We want to feel relief. We want to feel freedom. We want to be happy. So attach actions that actually create or evoke that feeling that you're after and make a promise to yourself to do it every single day. All right. So that gets you one step closer to feeling how you really want to feel. So sticking with our example, if you want to feel confident and working out leaves you feeling that way, then do that. But again, make sure it has to be a workout that you connect with and you actually feel good about. It can't be something that you hate. So for me, I can't choose running because I hate running. Don't make me run. I hate running. It is not a positive thing for me. I've done it. I've been there. I tried it. It's just not for me talked about this a million times but do something that does make you feel good it makes you feel strong it makes you feel confident okay and sometimes it takes some trial and error to figure out what that thing is for you like for me I never thought weightlifting was something that would make me feel strong and confident I I didn't like the idea of weightlifting. I didn't think it was for me. I didn't think I was the kind of person that would do strength training. And then when I actually started trying it, I got obsessed with it and I absolutely loved it. So weightlifting is something for me that evokes that feeling and then I can positively connect with. And then it's easier to keep that habit when you look forward to the feeling that you get from it. Okay. And so the next thing is to celebrate keeping that promise to yourself every day. But here's the catch. You can't beat yourself up if for some reason you don't keep that promise to yourself. That's why we get stuck because we beat beat ourselves up and then we feel guilt and shame. And then when that beats you down, Do you really feel like doing what you need to do? No. So shit happens. Life happens. Give yourself grace. No matter what the reason is, like you don't need a big enough excuse to deserve to like mistreat yourself or berate yourself for missing the promise that you are, you know, trying to make to yourself. Get over it. Move on. Do it tomorrow. Because your progress isn't about like when you're doing something and if there's a hiccup and you can't do it for a couple days, you're not starting all the way over. 
that's not how it works. Like if you are driving across the country and you're on the highway and you run out of gas, does your car magically start back at the beginning of your journey and like do over? No, you just fill up the tank and keep going. This is the same concept. Okay, so you're not starting over. You are continuing. Always remember that. You just keep going no matter how long your break is, no matter how long you have to take off, no matter what comes up, just jump right back in and go and continue on. All right. So make sure you keep those promises. If you can't keep your promise for some reason, no sweat. Keep it tomorrow if you can keep it tomorrow. And if you can't keep it because like, I don't know, if something's like a workout and you get injured and you can't do it, then substitute it for something else. Do stretching, but do something that is similar so that you don't feel like you're completely stopping it. Because you want, the important thing is that you're keeping the promise, which creates the habit, which actually rewires your brain about how you think and feel about it so that you can keep making progress on how you want to feel. Okay. So next, think about how you're going to celebrate keeping that promise, but don't add a new promise until you have mastered that first promise, okay? So celebrating is going to keep your momentum going and it's going to keep your spirits up and it's going to keep your mindset focused on like continuing and going and doing a good job, right? Like don't you feel really awesome when you're celebrated and you take pride in what you're doing? Like pride practices are essential to keeping your momentum going and feeling good about what you're doing, all right? So keep that going but don't add don't add in another promise another another habit change until you feel really good and confident about the one you've already made all right because we don't want to overwhelm your system with going too much all at once because that's when you get stuck only add new promises once you've created those new habits in their routine and your brain is rewired around them. And so remember that you're never going to feel motivated all the time. So something to keep in mind is to use brain hacks, and I'm going to give you a few here. Use brain hacks to basically trick yourself into doing what you need to do to continue making progress on the feeling that that you're seeking out, right? So here is hack number one. And this is, this is from Mel Robbins, and she's famous for writing the book, The Five Second Rule, among other things. She's like a motivational speaker and author, one of my favorites. The five second rule is basically when you need to do something, count backwards from five and then jump up and do it. Because this interrupts your brain from coming up with excuses as to why you shouldn't do it or you should do something else or whatever procrastination you automatically turn to when you need to do something and you stall, right? So five seconds, take action. You have to, you have to act before your brain talks you out of it. And a movement, a physical movement attached to this helps tremendously. Because if you start moving 
like then your brain doesn't get a chance to think about it like you're already going so your brain's like oh okay I guess we're going we're doing this let's do it okay this next hack is one of my favorites it's stacking new promises together so that you can make these brain rewirements faster, easier, and more convenient. Now, I know I told you not to do too much at once, but if you can figure out things that are similar, they're so similar that they can be joined as one promise, that is a hack that can make your progress go a little bit faster. So for example, if you're working on keeping a food log each day, but you also want to start journaling because you know that's good for your mental health and you know whatever else, do it at the same time. All right, so when you fill out your food log, then you also do your journaling for the day, whether that, however you journal, it doesn't matter, but that's, that's one, you can like, kill two birds with one stone there right you can journal however you want I've got a ton of like episodes and trainings and stuff on journaling also if if anyone needs to go back to that look those up okay but stacking those promises is super smart to do that all right now the other really good hack here and I kind of alluded to this a little bit but link your promises to the emotion that you want to feel so that each time you do them you feel good you associate that action with the feeling that it gives you and if you have to like actually stop and get focused and practice the emotion or think of something that brings up that emotion then like you're kind of stacking promises again because you're usually you know you're using visualization and almost like a meditative practice while you're doing something so a lot of times I'll give my clients moving meditation practices where yeah like go for a bike ride or go for a walk but then you're going to use that time to like completely be in your body and like visualize or do a breathing practice or if you're outside and you're a nature lover you're going to appreciate nature so that it evokes that feeling of peace and contentment and happiness and gratitude, all right? So link emotions that you want to feel with those actions that are healthy and good for you so that they are linked and when you practice them, they're anchored in so you will want to do them and then you continue to do them, okay? That also rewires your brain around you know, that activity that you're doing if it if you're trying to create a habit out of it. Oh, so I always like to give this example when I'm talking about linking your promises to the emotion that you want to feel each time you do them. All right. Because the opposite works. Like there are things that make you feel not so good that trigger like an icky feeling, right? So a real easy one for me to pull out of my hat here is like when if you've ever gotten sick off of a certain type of alcohol, like from doing shots or something like that, and then you're like, I am never drinking that again. Like no one is going to make me drink tequila. I don't care what happens. You're, I'm not drinking it. Go ahead and buy me a shot. I'm just, you can't force it down my throat. I'm not drinking it. I don't care if you 
line them up in front of me, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not drinking tequila. And that's not even because I got sick off of tequila. That's a whole different story (laughs) about my tequila experience. Danielle, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. But that is the negative association I have with tequila. It makes, I don't like the feeling. And so I am avoiding that like the plague. So the opposite is true. If you can link a, you know, attach a strong positive emotion to something, then it will feel good and you will look forward to it, right? So the same thing applies here. Use that to your advantage, all right? So also what I want you to use to your advantage are your strengths, your gifts, what you're good at, what character traits are your biggest strengths. Think about that. You know, for example, if you're the type of person who never lets people down, like you're very dependable and reliable, it might be really a great idea for you to work with a partner when you're trying to rewire your brain and and work on this promise keeping practice. Okay? So if it's like movement every day, you and your friend, you know, work out together or you FaceTime or talk on the phone while you're out for your walk every day because you know they're depending on you at that time to do it. So and, you know, if you're the person who's like, I won't like not be there. I am reliable, then you know that that will work for you. Some other things here, like if you're a super creative person, if that if you're like artistic or creative, use your creativity to make your promises like very unique. So you really love them and you look forward to them. I used this to create because I, I love being creative. I used this to create new fun recipes in my kitchen it was kind of like a challenge to myself like how can I make cookie dough without actually because I love cookie dough how can I make like fake cookie dough or good for you cookie dough right so that was a challenge for me and I had to be creative and figure that out so that's another way you can use your strengths if you like have a love for nature or being outdoors and you and the cool thing here is you can you can stack your strengths too. So let's say you have a love of nature and you really love learning new things like I don't know, science or geeky or like nerdy like me. You love to learn. So you can go on walks outside, that's your love of nature or on trails or whatever. Or exercise, that's your what you're working on, your rewirement around exercising so you feel good cuz you're outside and you love being outside like bonus and then if you're if you love to learn then while you're doing that stack that with listening to a podcast or a book on audible if you then if you if one of your goals was to read more then you're like reading more while you're doing all that other stuff so these are like I I love this like stacking hack with the strengths because it it gets you in your groove and your flow and it makes you feel good about what you're doing and you kind of you outsmart the process because we're taught that like creating new habits and being healthy and and all of this stuff is like it's supposed to be hard right it doesn't have to be hard 
It shouldn't be hard. Okay? And that's why we get stuck because we have the story in our head of like, you got to work hard in order to make this happen if you want to reach your goals. Yeah, but do it in a smart way. Use your unique talents and your gifts and your strengths to your advantage so that it feels good to do it and it doesn't feel so hard. It doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Make a new story about that so that it works for you. So the key here is to work smarter and not harder and use your strengths to create momentum with your mindset. This helps you get unstuck and it also gives you the tools to stay unstuck. All right, that's all I have. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate it.